For Radio K-Man News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Sollins. The Honorable Premier Juliana O'Connor Connolly, JP, MP, Chancellor and Principal Companion of the Order of the Cayman Islands, has announced three special appointments to the Order in accordance with Section 7B of the National Honours and Awards Act 2021 revision. They are the Honorable Dwayne Seymour, JP, MP, has been appointed a Companion of the Order of the Cayman Islands for services to the Caymanian people during the COVID-19 pandemic. Mr. Arthur Joel Walton, JP, has been appointed an Officer of the Order of the Cayman Islands for services to the Public Sector, Maritime and Shipping Administration. And Mrs. Carmen Eugenia Connolly has been appointed a Member of the Order of the Cayman Islands for services to the Community, Contributions to the Arts and Preservation of Caymanian Heritage. The Investiture Ceremony for all three recipients will be part of the National Heroes Day ceremony at Heroes Square on Monday, January 22nd. We reaffirm our commitment with each milestone we achieve. The Cayman Islands' removal from the Europeans' list of jurisdictions with deficiencies in their anti-money laundering and countering the financing of terrorism regimes comes into effect on February 7th. Deputy Premier and Minister for Financial Services, the Honorable Andre Ebanks, says the Cayman Islands government, quote, fully understands the significance of this achievement and what it means for our international reputation. My government colleagues and I are profoundly thankful for the dedication of the many civil servants, regulators, and industry members who walked the talk, earning our regime this recognition as a sound place for business. The EU's Delegated Act says the Cayman Islands has strengthened the effectiveness of its AML and CFT regime and addressed technical deficiencies to meet the Financial Action Task Force's action plans. The Ministry of Planning, Agriculture, Housing, Infrastructure, Transport and Development and the National Roads Authority released the Traffic Diversion Plan for the next stage of the Georgetown Revitalization Initiative's Central Business District Enhancement Project, Phase 2, which is scheduled to commence on Tuesday, January 23rd, and take about six months. The first of several planned traffic diversions will come into effect from Tuesday, January 23rd at 11 a.m. Motorists should exercise caution when traveling along Edward Street, Main Street, Cardinal Avenue, and Dr. Roy's Drive. This next phase includes upgrades to underground infrastructure on Edward Street, Main Street, Fort Street, and Shedden Road to be carried out by Caribbean Utilities Company and the start of overground enhancements to Edward Street, Main Street, and the Georgetown Post Office intersection led by the CBEP contractor Robson Construction. To read more on the NRA traffic diversion plan and for a full schedule of diversions for the coming months, visit georgetownrevitalization.com and follow the Georgetown Revitalization Initiative on Facebook. Cybercrime in Cayman takes a bold new step, sending emails pretending to be from the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service. The emails circulating purport to be from former Commissioner Derek Byrne. These emails stated that the recipient is experiencing banking issues and provides an attachment to be viewed for more information. This is a fake email and is an attempt to solicit personal details. The public is being urged not to click on the link in this email or any email of this nature, especially if they are unsure sure of its origin, but instead to call and verify the content. For more information on how to be safe online, visit explore.gov.ky forward slash cybersafe.
During the month of December 2023, the RCIPS conducted Operation Winter Guardian with the aim of increasing the visibility of the police and providing public reassurance during the holiday period. In their 2023 review, police report that there was more than a 30% decrease in the number of fatal collisions for 2023 in comparison to 2022. There were still nine fatalities on roadways by the start of Operation Winter Guardian. Approximately 5,000 members of the public chose to ride the Purple Ribbon buses, which ran from 9 p.m. on December 31st till 4 a.m. on January 1st. At the end of the operation on Tuesday, January 2nd, officers had made 25 arrests in relation to driving under the influence of alcohol, more than 350 reports of vehicle collisions, and more than 250 traffic violations were recorded, and of these, more than 100 were speeding offenses. There were eight reports of serious and violent offenses, one of which was a murder on December 7th in East End, and the others included two other firearm offenses and one public order offense on Seven Mile Public Beach. However, during this month of December, there was a reduction in theft-related crimes, specifically general thefts and thefts relating to vehicles. There was also a general reduction in calls for services throughout the month, with Georgetown accounting for more than 50% of the calls for service. Yesterday, we reported that police confirmed a vessel was recovered on Thursday, January 18th, along the shoreline in the Breakers area with two Jamaican nationals on board. Today, police elaborate on the matter, reporting the men are ages 33 and 40. The vessel was recovered by CICG officers, while the men were handed over to the Cayman Islands Customs and Border Control, who are carrying out the investigation into the circumstances of their arrival. The men have been arrested by CBC on suspicion of illegal landing and remain in custody. Custody. An extensive search of the surrounding area was carried out by the RCIPS Air Operations Unit. However, nothing illegal was found. Both men appear to be in good health. Melbourne Junior Dykes received his verdict today in Grand Court after facing charges of common assault, abduction and indecent assault. Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks breaks down the verdict. Melbourne Junior Dyke was found guilty of one count of common assault and one of abduction after the jury found that in May 2023, he forcibly removed his then-girlfriend from the Lorna's gas station in Bodentown. Mr. Dykes was found not guilty on two counts of common assault and one count of indecent assault related to the same matter. Mr. Dykes will be back in court on the 15th of March for sentencing and remains at His Majesty's prison northward till that time. Mr. Dykes was represented by Lee Halliday Davies of Brady's Attorney at Law, with a case brought by Crown Prosecutor Sam Clark. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. Just in case you haven't heard, Monday, January 22nd is National Heroes Day, a day where we celebrate Cayman's, well, heroes, all those who uphold and exemplify Cayman's excellence. It all begins at Heroes Square with an award ceremony starting at 9 a.m., but it's advised you try to get there before then. After the formalities, the fun begins at 4 p.m. with a variety of musical and cultural performances in downtown Georgetown. Cabinet Secretary Samuel Rose, also a swanky kitchen band fame. Jam-packed day of culture and heritage, all Caymanian focus, lots of good local food on sale. So come, enjoy yourselves, and, and don't miss what Graham has in store for you in terms of the fireworks. Yes. So looking forward to seeing the Caymanian public out there on Monday. Tune in to Radio Cayman on Monday morning at about 8.45 for live coverage of the National Heroes Day Awards, highlighting the work of cultural artists and creatives. Thank you so much for joining us here at the National Gallery to look at the mangoes from three different perspectives. 
the art, science, and nature of mangroves as discussed and dissected at a special event Thursday night. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has more. In what felt like a surreal representation of an underwater landscape of Cayman's mangroves, complete with immersive bird song playing throughout the gallery, a handful of guests attended the Art, Science, and Nature of Mangroves 3x15 presentation. Included in the panel were Babidi Barwick and Linda McCann, the artists behind the mangrove forest exhibition currently underway, Tangled World. They tackled the art portion of the event, touching on what inspired their exhibition. Not sort of the shiny glamour of the sea, which is obviously very beautiful, and beaches to the outward look. It was this um, inward forest and the ever-changing natural environment of the mangroves that we were both connected to. And we had um, many conversations before the exhibition came about of how we were going to um, try and make this exhibition an immersive experience rather than rather than just a, a, an exhibition of paintings and ceramics. So, you know, we, we put a lot of thought into making you feel as if you were in the mangroves, and I, I sort of hope that you get that experience. Their talk was followed up by sustainability consultant and local conservation advocate Emily Ducou. She stressed that while you can explore the mangroves themselves, they are part of a vast ecosystem. Which is a trio of special environments that includes mangrove wetlands, seagrasses and coral reefs that symbiotically work to preserve our beloved isles year-round through tourism, carbon storage, natural disaster protection, so our resiliency, food security, and by supporting biodiversity. Finally, for the science aspect of the discussion, the National Gallery invited the Department of Environment's Lauren Dombowski to stress the importance of preserving Cayman's mangrove systems, not just for their beauty and storm protection, but also their valuable ability to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Clearing and filling of mangrove forests has multiple disbenefits. So not only do you lose the plants um, and the carbon stored in their biomass, but typically demucking takes away the carbon that was previously locked away in peat and soil and removes it. And when it's removed, it will degrade back into the atmosphere as CO2, or potentially even go into the landfill and degrade into, and become methane, um, which is about 28 times more potent as a greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide. Tangled World will continue to run at the National Gallery through February 22nd. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. For more information, head to nationalgallery.org.ky. And that's your evening news. For Radio Cayman, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.